Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. There he is. Hey, you, bud. Welcome. Oh my God! What the fuck? Oh, the guy. Welcome <laughs> to the bottom of the barrel. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> bottom of the barrel. Bottom of the barrel. The barrel is only small. That's right. That's right. Welcome yeah. back to Bottom oh, of the I Barrel. Right in the middle of your intro. Yeah, I already clapped. Oh, my, <laughs> my bad. All right. Well, welcome back to Bottom of the Barrel. This is uh, this is Hans Kim. Hey. Hans is uh, an Austin comedian, up and rising comedy star on the Austin comedy scene. Uh, you may have seen him from Kill Tony, uh, which is a super popular podcast, almost as great as this podcast. This is a very <laughs> close second. There's a very famous magician called Hans Clock, and that's who I thought we were getting on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got, and I, oh, it's Hans Kim. So even better, nice. even better. Uh, Didn't we meet yesterday? Yes, we did. So. We, yeah. we were all intoxicated. Uh, so yeah, it wasn't. Uh, yeah, we met. Yeah. yeah, you killed it yesterday on Kill Tony. You're and, yeah. as every fucking and this week, episode man. goes up. So if you want to see his. Uh, I mean, you can just. I'll link to Kill Tony. You can just watch every single episode where he opens for Kill Tony every week. Yeah. Which is massive. By How long has that been? Yeah. You've been doing it for a year? How long is it? Uh, for about uh, nine months. Shit, dude. And that's really. Yeah. Oh my god! Like helped your career a <laughs> yeah. lot. Yeah, it's the biggest thing that's happened. My I don't I didn't have a career before. Right. This, so it's the career genesis. And now you're thing. selling shit out. Sorry yeah. for my not understanding. Like, did you just go up one night? Yeah, he just went up yeah. one night. Because I've like, watched a lot of Kill Tony, yeah. but I haven't watched every Kill Tony, so I don't know the origins. You replaced Pang Dang. <laughs> oh really? When they moved? <laughs> yeah, no. when they did. When they moved, I did the national anthem the first night, <laughs> and then they were like, "Come back!" And then I came back, and then I did the uh, the set, and then they were, that's when they gave it to me. That's so, amazing. Yeah. So, 
who like obviously someone's gonna take you out soon too, right? Someone's gonna bump you eventually. Someone's gonna come in. You know what I mean? They're gonna. <laughs> well, I mean, right? William and David have been doing it. They've been doing it for a very long time. So yeah, I'm yeah. just hoping. That but you open, can... and that's yeah. that's a great spot. Like William closes normally, yeah. uh, which he's fucking yeah. fantastic. By yeah. the way, he's just just such a unique person in the comedy scene. <laughs> so are you. You have your own style. And to see you like open every time, like that's a lot of faith that they put in you because you're starting yeah. the shots and they know you're gonna crush it week <laughs> after week. Like to have a yeah. new minute every single week that actually crushes it, like that's pretty insane, man. Yeah, it's, I love it. It's a lot of. I get to start off the show. My energy is at the top of the show. That's right. I'm just putting my stank on it. So <laughs> I mean, I try not to like make it like you know. I just try to be authentic, and I I want to like. I, I know it's gonna sound arrogant, but I want to like show the the maybe the newer comics, yeah, like how to do the interview and how to do yeah, the that's set That's a good thing. point. Because like a lot of people go up there and they're like fake and they're like trying to do bits and yep. they're doing a character. Jury, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Honestly, you know, okay? So Arnie from the bucket yeah, yeah, last night, right? Oh. And, and we were, <laughs> right, I'm ready to go up. I'm excited. I love this shit. Yeah. But then you open, and for right away afterwards, I'm like, oh, I don't want to go up right now. Cause like you're you're so good at it, oh, thank and I've you. seen you twenty times before. So I've watched you online. I'm like, oh yeah, okay, I get this is fine. In person, seeing you in person up there, I was like, literally after, I'm like, oh please don't call me right well, now. Well, I think <laughs> I, I, it was I dude, think it's one of the follow. things like he was saying. Like like the one thing I've noticed about Kill Tony is that the interview is, if not more important than your yes. minute, or, or at least equally as important. Because I've seen a lot of comedic, uh, comedians go up and have a great fucking set. Each shit, trying to be on the fucking interview. Yeah, yeah like you yeah. said, you're trying to be jokey, trying to do bitch. Yeah. Like, it's crazy because after 10, 15 minutes, you forget that he had a good set. He's like, yeah. fuck this guy. Yeah. Get <laughs> off the stage. We don't like him. You yeah. Know? yeah, he's being fake. He's like yeah. trying to like take more control. Exactly. Yeah, and, and like you said, rolling into a bit randomly, like trying yeah. to trying to like, which is not the time to do it. You yeah. want to be authentic. You want to be natural and. You want to understand that you're you're talking to one of the greatest fucking roasters of all time. Mm-hmm. Like any Red little Man? yeah, right. <laughs> any little joke you're gonna come up with, like he's already thought of, right? Yeah. So you better bring your A game and just let him yeah. control the show <laughs> and just fucking play along to whatever he wants, right? Yeah. How intimidating is that at first? I mean, now you're comfortable and you already have established yourself, but how intimidating was it to? Because you want to sell out shows, you want to book these venues, and you get up on stage, like, how intimidating is it for you to be like, damn, like, a lot of people are going to see this, I can't fuck this up, or does that even cross your mind? <laughs> yeah, sometimes I'll do a joke that doesn't land, and I'll be like, damn, that was like 400,000 people that just saw <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so it's Holy shit, yeah. A wow. lot of, uh, you know, like, when I'm when you're bombing up there, it's like, oh, fuck. Okay, hurry up, what's yeah. the next one? Come on, yeah, let's get it going. <laughs> hey, what do you? How do you feel about the people that go up and uh, you see quite a bit where they go up and they have the thing they're gonna say and they don't realize um, how long a minute can be? Yeah, and like thirty-five seconds in, they're like, and that's my yeah, where's time. the meow? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, do you ever, do you ever feel like? I, how do you feel about the people you see on the show all the time? Are you like genuinely impressed? On average, impressed by it, or on average, being like, what is wrong with people? <laughs> I guess average, like they don't do that well. Yeah, but like, yesterday great. was an amazing show. Yesterday it was did well. It was incredible. I yeah. was great. the arm wrestling. <laughs> so good. Yeah. That was so captivating. I had no idea that he would actually Win? beat everyone or both. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I, I like, 
there's a 50-50 with the girl. Yeah. Yeah. So for those of you, like, obviously this is going up before then, but, like, Tony got called out to arm wrestle uh, a woman comedian who was, like, in her late 50s. Early 70s. 70s. Yeah, yeah, there's something hot going on there. Late 90s. But she's cute, but it was her first time on stage. She's, she's like, 43 or 93. I wouldn't Yeah, yeah. I want to arm wrestle you. And, uh, and the whole crowd, we all, like, everyone, I think, I think even Tony maybe a little bit thought... There's a chance, <laughs> yeah, that she could win, right? But then it wasn't even close. It wasn't even close. And then he beat like Buddy, yeah. who's her boyfriend or her husband or whatever, who's actually kind of jacked for you a six-year-old. You, 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 you didn't see he did kick her in the vagina before he did, he did so under he, the table. Yeah, boom, and she was like, "What?" And then that's why he, that's why you got it down. Makes sense. Yeah, you didn't notice that. I always watch the vaginas. That was a great time, though. If I, like I even thought like if I was that guy, uh, her boyfriend arm wrestling him. Like, there's a part of me that wouldn't want to beat him. That, like, just for the moment. I don't have that in me. I, really? I, I, I am fucking this yeah. guy every time. I, I would have I would have almost. fucking let's go guy. Because it's, <laughs> it's such a better moment if. It is. Wins, right? Yeah. Like, you think of, like, the alternative. The other guy won, like, wouldn't have been so yeah, funny. Gone, okay, so okay. Great. He's a big yeah. man. Whatever. Yeah. He has to, yeah. It's right. his show. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it was subconscious. Maybe he kind of played himself in Jedi his head a little bit. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Maybe he doesn't yeah. even realize it. But. Yeah, it could be. Um, so, Hans, when did you come to Austin? What was the... Uh, are you from here, Native? Or no. Where are you from? Seattle, New York. Oh, yeah, New York, right? Oh, those yeah. are next to each other. <laughs> yeah. The so famous what, suburbs. What made you... Because New York's got a pretty good comedy scene. Yeah. Like, um, what New made you York, I think, is uh, too, uh, you know, favoritism based and just what like mean by that? climbing the ladder, you know, uh-huh. just like politicking, shaking hands. Uh, which is like in- elitist. It's like, incredibly yeah. good if you can get on the right side of that, though. Right. So you then it's just, a grooved track. They have the comedy cellar. They have all these clubs. Yeah. And if you can get on, on the good side of it, it's amazing. But I think that... Uh, it's not really a meritocracy. There's no, there's no, yeah, that's yeah. well put. There's no um, opportunity for anyone else yeah. to stand out. They don't need you. They already have Seinfeld. They have whatever. Like, yeah, Schultz is out there all the time. Yeah. Isn't it dope that, it, you know, 1990, that's the only fucking option we have. But now we have all the options. We have Kill Tonys. You know, we don't yeah. have, you don't have to sit for this shit. We don't have very yeah. many Kill Tonys. That's the other thing you is could. that Kill Tony's fucking amazing for comics. Yeah. It's such, there are over a hundred people signing up now. Yeah. Every Monday night, a hundred random strangers to get up on stage for one minute because they know it can make or break them. Yeah. That's an incredible opportunity. It's better than any open mic. That's, that's a great show. Yeah. To be a part of it is amazing. I mean, especially in today's climate to still have, you know, someone like Tony, he gives off that energy where it's, yeah, this is a safe, place, a safe place where you can say whatever the fuck you want yeah. and not get canceled for it. You know, so or you can get you, you can get canceled, but we're all, all going to love you. But still. we're all going to love you. Still. <laughs> you can get canceled away, but this group's got you. Yeah, yeah. You ever worried about that? Cancel? Yeah. Not really. Yeah. I mean, Joe Rogan. I think you're immune is... to it because you're Asian. Like you just like like a white guy gets canceled way faster <laughs> yeah. than any other. I have ethnicity. a little more like rope. Yeah, yeah. A little sense. more uh, wick. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, as uh, you know, like uh, I don't really care because there's so many people that hate cancel culture. Yeah, so right. as it, much as there are people who are, will cancel you, there's people that will support you if you yeah. get canceled. Yeah, I, I honestly believe maybe 10% of the people are, are, are super cancely. The other 90% are like, this is dumb. Obviously cancel bad shit, but don't go looking for it. You know what I mean? Most yeah, I people, think it's less than that. It's probably less than that. But because yeah. like, most people 
I think how we do. We're like, yeah, obviously, yeah, get rid of the rapist. We get it, of yeah. course. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, hey, man, this guy just made but it. But also, a- unless they're funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But that, that funny rapist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, lock him up, but, like, let him put out an album. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, let him do his hour. But you have to do fucking cell block I get it. Yeah. 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 yeah, I mean, I, I personally, I think there's a love-hate relationship with cancel culture because I think comedy fucking thrives in cancel culture. I think without cancel culture, we wouldn't have as many funny jokes. It's not fun to laugh about something that everyone's okay with. It's funner to laugh at something that people are like, whoa, am I allowed to laugh at that? And to make you laugh at that is doubly funny. You know, to have someone Mm -hmm. laugh at something you're not supposed to is the funniest shit in the world. Because you can't help but laugh at someone calling someone retarded, you know, in a well-placed joke. And you're like, fuck, I shouldn't be laughing at this. Mm -hmm. But it's so funny. Like, I feel like there's, there's that fine line where this cancel culture actually, to some extent, helps Really good comedy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because it introduces tension. That's right. And then you can relieve it. Yeah. Like having sex with your sister. Same thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you're yeah, not supposed absolutely. to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, the tension. I've always wanted one. The tension <laughs> is actually is it a sister? Yeah. yeah. Not a stepsister. No, yeah, step. actual sister. Yeah, an actual, real, proper sister. Yeah. yeah. Wes goes on Pornhub and he's like stepsister, and then takes away the step and yeah. sees like what results are left. There's so many, <laughs> so fewer videos. Oh so God. fewer. What? So many. Just take away that one word. It's so much better. Real sister. Yeah, real yeah. sister. Um, <laughs> when, when did you start? When did you realize you were funny? How old were you? Were people always like, "Hey, this is a funny fucking guy." Um, probably like in high school or middle school, just being the class clown and just saying stuff that, um, you know, like, you know, sticking my thumb or nose at, uh, sticking my nose at authority and teachers uh, and stuff. Yeah. Like that. Biting your thumb at them. Yeah. That's, well, that's some Shakespeare shit, right? There you go. <laughs> Juliet. Bite my thumb yeah. at you, sir. <laughs> I think, I think a lot of, uh, we've talked about that before, but I think a lot of people feel the same. Like people who are attracted yeah. to comedy are usually people who... Like, for me, in high school, the ultimate achievement was not to make my class laugh, was to make the teacher laugh. Mm-hmm. Like, if I was so funny that he couldn't be mad at me, yeah. and he was, like, like trying to bite his, like, just, you know, like, yeah. he's like, fuck, that was funny, and he couldn't hold it, and then the whole crap, you know, the whole class is laughing at it, because they see a teacher. Like, that was my goal, yeah, growing right. up. Like, if I can make this guy laugh, I'm clear. I'm not going <laughs> to yeah. You know what became that for me, right, uh, as soon as I started, uh, being a you know magician and everything, uh, doing morning TV was becoming uh, making the cameraman laugh. Mm. It became that that same level of thing to right? watch. You're like, to I know watch the, this going. I know the host <laughs> is gonna laugh. The host is paid to make this a fun show. <laughs> I mean, fuck that. But you see the cameraman being like, 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 yeah. You see the camera oh, yeah, shake yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that's the new fucking teacher in the room. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, gotta get that guy now. You know. Yeah. That's fucking. Good. How do you feel about magic? Person. I love it. Yeah? Yeah, it's tricky. Have you seen, like, close-up magic? No. You've never seen, like, magic in person? Well, like, as a kid, yeah. As a kid, but never, like... Not uh, as an adult. Really? Yeah. Maybe we'll show you something. Familiar. Yeah. Uh, oh, Can I do something? <laughs> I'll, show this. I'll show you a trick right now. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, we're we're going to gangbang you right now with magic. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you have a Sharpie? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, here we go. Let's see if we can do this. Is this a part of it? Yeah, no, it's... uh, (laughs) We'll see. All right. 
Hans. That's H A N S. Yeah. H A N S. So good. Hans. <laughs> Fuck yeah. All right. The Hans balloon. Here we go. The vanishing balloon trick. Just for you. Oh my god. <laughs> it's like Mr. Hands. His, uh, his uncle taught him that trick. He's <laughs> a <laughs> big green cock. Oh my god. Oh. Why would you do this for me? Oh no. Ah, that's Wow, let's go. He could take it all. For all you wondering at home, there's your answer. So yeah, that's close-up magic. <laughs> Every magician can do that. Is it coming back? Or? No, that's the magic. In about eight show. hours. Okay. Yeah, I'll send you an Instagram <laughs> video. Oh, that's uh, disgusting. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. Gonna... There you go. That's magic. I'm available for kids' that. birthday parties if anyone. <laughs> but only kids Yo, like, this, guy won, this guy once, this guy once, he spent like 10 grand, he took a bunch of like naked photos of me, drinking, drunk, in jock straps, weird shit, and he put up on a billboard in Vegas on the strip oh, for nice. a month. He spent 10 G's on it and said, call for your next child's birthday with my real phone number. I got 2,000 phone calls. <laughs> and it's just really. Like, month on the strip, dude, dude. Like grand. Yeah, yeah, it's, that's worth it. For him, I guess, man. So that's magic, just like doing things that are not really right. <laughs> yep. All right, Hans, I'm going to show you one thing here. This is, uh, uh, just have a look at the deck, make sure, like, all the cards are different, right? Yeah. You can't obviously verify that. Uh, immediately, maybe you can, but normally, <laughs> normal people couldn't. Yeah. Um, this is the one-handed card trick, okay? I'm going to have one hand in my pocket the whole time. What I want you to do is just peel down the deck anywhere and look at one card, okay? Uh -huh. Peel down anywhere and just look at one card. Okay. You got it? Yeah. All right, so uh, take this deck and I want you to look for your card. Okay. Yeah, go ahead and look for it. I've never seen this trick before. <laughs> I can't find it. Which I'm it. very surprised by. Hans, what was the card? Ten of clubs. There's one card in my pocket. Oh. <laughs> You can't even fit a balloon in your fucking throat. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sick trick, dude. It's pretty dope, uh, right? Wow. There you go. That's so simple and so like yeah. yeah. It's like how could you actually There's no way do that. There's no way. Yeah, it has to be magic. It has to be. That's the only explanation. <laughs> uh, it's definitely not a seventy dollar trick you can buy at any magic shop. <laughs> <That's> not. <laughs> wow. Pretty cool, right? Which yeah. <laughs> What's your what's your what's your next goal here? What are you working towards? What do you got? What do you got? Um, I mean, wanna, you don't live in your van anymore. We established yeah. that. Yeah, great. <laughs> I want to keep making money uh, doing comedy. I want to keep making money doing nothing but things I want to do. Oh yeah, fuck yeah. I don't want to do any. I don't want to do a single Uber Eats delivery. I don't want to. Yeah, do dude. Any. Yes. You don't do any of that right now. No. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. You're full time uh, committed. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I got a lot of money from the pandemic unemployment assistance. Right. Oh, dope. Yeah, and then Tony came in yep. right when that ran out. So perfect. That's my. And I actually like a lot of people shit on you for the van life because it is funny. 
to like as a punchline. Yeah. I think it's fucking dope. <laughs> yeah. I think it's fucking dope. Like I'm, yeah. I watch a lot of van life YouTube videos and shit. And I'm like, yeah. dude, like, I disagree heavily with you, right? Now. But yeah, but I'm also rich. <laughs> <laughs> so I look at that. I'm like, oh, that would be fun. That would be a fun you, experiment. You, you don't like van life? You're a van hater? <laughs> no, I think it's great. But I'm like, I'm, yeah, he said it all. Like Chris is sitting on a fucking. He's sitting. He owns so many, he, owns, he owns a spare house that I used to live in. Like this guy's got so many houses. He's yeah. like, oh, well, be fun to be a van man. <laughs> I, I'm I'm living like one step ahead of you. I'm almost van guy nice. too. I got Air so, Canada. You guys keep going. Right, I gotta do it. No, I mean, he has money to spend on a billboard. That yeah, well, exactly. He used to live in a house for. Dude, a when year. the pandemic struck, I, he literally called me. He's like, hey man, why don't you come and live in my spare house? Get out of Toronto because I was living downtown Toronto. Uh, I was like, okay. And it's just an empty house. I live there. I'm like, what the fuck? I don't even own one house. <laughs> have you just been doing comedy, or did you have a job before this? You had a job before this? Uh, no, not really. I mean, I did mechanical engineering uh, as a major in uh, college, and then I did like six months internship, six months at a startup, and then I got fired. And then I lived with my parents and did comedy in Seattle for five years. And then I, um, I would like moved to, to New York and lived in a van. Uh, so I didn't have to have a job. I mean, I worked at a sushi restaurant part time, and then I worked at a little metalworking company. Um, Whoa! How do you like go from sushi months. to metalworking? Those seems like too far. Well, yeah, I mean, I didn't do anything. Uh, it was just whatever I could get. I, I mean, I had the yeah. mechanical engineering degree, so I was like, "Here, here's the thing. Now pay me." Yes. You ever spend any time up in Vancouver? Can yeah, you? I love Vancouver. Because that's where I'm from. Oh, nice. I lived there yeah, my the first 30 years of my life. Yeah, yeah. There's a hostel uh, downtown. Uh, sun, sun something. Uh, it's like the popular one. Yeah. Fucking and then there's sand, like... Something, yeah. The hotspot. There's like a street. Uh, I don't know. I forget. Yeah, but, Granville Street. And then yeah. Hastings Street has all the homeless people. And then Samsung Backpackers is right down the middle there. Yeah. That's yeah. Oh, that's great. Because yeah, so you said Seattle. I'm like, oh, fuck. That's like the only city... Honestly, in Vancouver, Canada, this is how fucked up Canada is. Canada is so massive that if I want to go to another Canadian city, a proper city, the next one's like Calgary. I got to drive 10 hours. 10 hours. Or I drive two hours south and I can go to Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. I drive, you know, a few more hours. I can get to Portland. If I drive 10 hours but go into the States, I can hit like three or four cities. Yeah. But in Canada, you, you have to drive like... By so much nothing, it's wild. Yeah, it it's a line. Yeah, it's like a straight line. It's a fucking straight line. It's not an efficient way. Not at all. Man. <laughs> yeah, like Canada's like, oh, Canada's such a huge country. It's like, yeah, man. No one. It's like the country goes to here. No one wants to live above. This part. <laughs> Everyone lives as close to the U.S. border as possible because the weather's okay. And yeah. you go any higher than that, it's like fuck that. Yeah, the cold. God. Okay, what other flights do you have? Uh, let me update everybody here. So Chris uh, is not in the frame right now because we are trying to stay in Austin another day because we have a lead on another good podcast we can do tomorrow. Uh, we're trying to get that done. So we're not coming home yet, which um, is That's logistically a nightmare. Yeah. I've had to change my flight twice so far. <laughs> so we're yeah, going to stay one more day, and that's why Chris is not talking to us right now. Yeah. Did you uh, pitch a tent in Austin today? You have to like. Did you get insurance, or do you have to get it for free, or do they for travel change your flight? Oh, change your flight. Uh, no, I always because this is actually very normal for me. So I actually book always book. The, the, there's always like a more expensive option where you, it, it'll allow you to um, flex and change and refund and all that. Yeah. And I learned years ago book that one, even if it cost me extra hundred dollars. 
Which again, because your I'm, lifestyle. Is I'm not made so of money, but my lifestyle is fun like this. Yeah, so I'm sick of fucking that. paying and losing money. So I started just always booking that, uh-huh. and it opened up a lot of things. Like I don't know if you know Mr. Beast. Yeah, the YouTuber. I've heard of it. I had to miss yeah. a Mr. Beast video one time because I couldn't change the flight. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, like I missed out. I did that video. Yeah, that's fine. I missed out on helping out with David Dobrik. Probably one time. where I am today. <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> no, I missed out a lot of dumb shit. So I'm like, fuck that. I'm like, I heard Hans Kim's coming on the podcast. I changed my flights immediately. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, man, I love it. I love it so much. So yeah. last night after the show, what you were you doing crazy? She just hung up on yeah. me. I've been waiting for fucking two hours for this phone call. <laughs> you dummy. Whatever. Sorry. Hopefully yeah. everything worked out. Yeah, nothing money can't fix. <laughs> That's the truth, Speaking though. Of which, can we have some money? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the truth, though. Oh, there it is. Yeah. All right, you guys go this ahead, is sorry. a crazy thing. Well, <laughs> did you? It's. Uh, you were better off when you left. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you sit here for this? <laughs> is this part no, of the magic? No problem. I, I wonder. Um, so yeah, I mean, money is what makes the world go round. Yeah. Yeah, it's fascinating. Are oh, you one of those round uh, earthers? That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, chill. What's okay, Hans? What's the? Do you believe in any conspiracies? You're a Rogan fan. You like MMA. Um, you pop on the bandwagon. What, can, <laughs> what does MMA have to do with conspiracies? Well, because like if you like Rogan, you <laughs> like you like self-medicating uh, MMA and comedy. Uh, yeah. Is there any conspiracy that you like subscribe to? Um, like communism, but like no, know. nothing about aliens. Not really. So you don't think I'm too aliens? practical. Yeah, I'm too Asian for that. <laughs> so, will that make me money? No, I don't care. <laughs> I swear. Uh, JFK. I think JFK was shot by the CIA or the yeah. FBI or something. Hell yeah! Yeah, yeah. the driver did it, dude. If you watch that video, you see him like fucking. He cut a frame out there. Yeah. <laughs> Telling you, you heard it here first. <laughs> I think he's still alive. He's probably fine. It's a MLK, flesh MLK was probably, you know, murdered by... Like, all the leftist people got murdered in the 70s and 60s. Yeah. Like, John Lennon. To, to make room for the right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they wanted to win, and they won, and now we're ruled. Uh, but, you know, like... What do you Reagan, think about Biden? Biden, I think he's like... Uh, you were a big Trump like supporter before. You, you voted for Trump. Many <laughs> times, I heard. Yeah, okay. yeah, as many times as I could. <laughs> I think you get three every time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Biden's wild, eh? Biden's, like, we're, yeah. like, we can't talk right now in Canada because we got Trudeau, who's a fucking uh, Gestapo. Yeah. Like, it's insane right he's now. Like a pretty he, boy. You Dude, were, yeah, you were like, in the bathroom yesterday. Tony made a Justin Trudeau joke. But you, yeah, but you know... That like because the freedom convoy, yeah. all that going on right now. The truckers, yeah, the yeah. truckers. He's shut their pays, like he cut their funding. They all their pays have been withheld. Like the banks, un- yeah, yeah, until they get the fuck out of there and stop protesting, which is <laughs> fucking wild to me. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you don't have freedom of speech in Canada, so there's no pretense. Yeah, no, they're just like fuck you, yeah, do what we, we say. We don't even know what we have in Canada. Every time in Canada, we always quote like the Second Amendment and shit. It's not even our country. <laughs> we've all seen really? the movies. We need our freedom. We're like, freedom of speech. You don't have it. We don't. What? Dude, we serve the queen. I don't know if you know. <laughs> yeah. We're a sovereign nation. Like yeah. we're still we still serve the fucking lizard priestess. <laughs> All right, let me restart these cards real quick. I'm going to Rogan tonight. Great. Oh, up there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Be up on stage? Yeah. Up? Uh-huh. Cool. Tell you. Yeah. Like a 
20 minute? Um, probably like 10, 15. Nice. I was going to say, I've only ever seen you do comedy 60 seconds at a time. <laughs> I've seen 20 minutes of your comedy. No, I've seen, I think you posted something on a secret show, right? Like you wrote yeah. there, uh, like a longer set on the secret show. Yeah. The Ryan Secret Show? What are you saying? Secret Show. Secret Show. On Thursday. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right, so me, me and Hans play uh, Settlers of Catan. You guys? Oh, oh really? Um, you did too. I, I play Settlers I've never of Catan. I've never watched What's your favorite expansion? Seafarers. Seafarers is great. Knights of City is good too, though. I haven't played Season that. that really? Yeah, I played it once. I was yeah. like fl- flipping through the little. Seafarers is good. Makes game. the game twice as long though. <laughs> you gotta like, you gotta be ready for like a two-hour night. I never got into it, but and then you got the red die means something. Yeah, yeah. I would love to get into it. You love it? It's yeah, I better. Love it. Okay. I love ev- like. Uh, do you play all other board games? Not really. Uh, you should try um, uh, Castle the Mad King Ludwig. <laughs> it is my favorite board game. I'm a massive Catan fan. 100% but you Castle of the Mad King is like where, okay, we're going to fucking nerd out for a second. I've been friends with Chris for seven years. He's told me about this 50 times. We've never it's once so played good. it. It's so fun. In seven years, we've never played it. You gotta, build, you gotta build your own castle. That's how There's fucking all these fun tiles. it is that we've never <laughs> played it. And then like the, the, the castle tiles go up for auction and you gotta like get points by building your different castles and shit. But I'm into that. I'm into like fucking D&D and shit. I played a lot yeah. of that as well. Yeah. Are you just like Catan one and done? Yeah. Yeah. I found it. It's like fun. I don't know. Yeah. I'll, I'll do other things but like nobody like really has like a league around it. Yeah. Yeah. Catan, you know what? It's fucking massively popular though. I look so weird being on the phone right now and so rude but I have to wait for the fucking call. Yeah. Uh, Catan's fun, dude. You like respect Hans' time and you respect uh, Air Canada's time equally. Yeah, I gotta listen to stupid <laughs> fucking elevator chime while I'm fucking listening to you guys. It's, it's, so it's the wildest thing. I feel like I'm in a weird nightmare right now. This podcast is so this is like you're just this is like a hotel. You guys are just renting Airbnb. Oh, Airbnb. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. We didn't know what else. They they sold it to us uh, a lot better than it was because they put a lot of pictures of the lobby and the gym. And <laughs> yeah, the we thought we had a mansion. Like, Yo, I got a fucking mansion for this yeah. price. <laughs> <laughs> We got a pool. Yeah. Oh my god, there's a receptionist. There's people outside. Uh, I think the important thing is that we each got our own space to knock one off at night. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You gotta it's be well jerked. Yeah. yeah, but it is weird why you keep coming to my room to do it. <laughs> <laughs> is it though? No, it's not uh, for the podcast. It's weird. So, do you guys like do comedy? Because like yeah. you guys are a comic. Like, so you do comedy and magic. And yeah. yeah, we don't really love uh, serious magic in a way. That uh-huh. uh, it's not. Sometimes it, like uh, we grew up with like Chris Angel was like when I was like nineteen. Yeah. David Blaine and it's all great in its own way, but it's very serious. <laughs> Magic's way more fun when it's like, hey man, it's not real. It's yeah. all tricks and then jokes in hand. And we've always been like you, class clown and stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so and I know decided to have an actual skill. We, yeah, we, we we love we love the comedy scene, and that's why again yeah. uh, we uh, as much as we do. Chris was saying earlier, we don't love magicians, but. It's sort of not true. There's certain kinds of magicians yeah. we absolutely love. Yeah. Um, and other magicians that, uh, it, it's fine. It's like not every kind of music is for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it's like, it's like watching like Christian comedy. Right. You respect it. Yeah. Because they have to navigate within those lines yeah. and it's, they're being clever in their own right. It's a little hack or whatever. Yeah. But you're like, okay, I get it. It's just not my bag. Like I'm not, I'm not about it. And the comedy scene for us, we love so much more in a way that like, 
if I go to a city and I want to do magic, there's no places to do it. There's, <laughs> there's an infrastructure for yeah, comedy. Yeah, in comedy, I'm like, oh, great. So I just started making friends with comedians and going to open mics and trying bits. That's yeah, close and, enough. And it's like, well, and I'm just like, I like the idea of like, let's work on the thing we all love. Yeah. And magic, for some reason, is people at home in front of mirrors practicing, but not in front of audiences. Yeah, and right. I couldn't do it. I need to get in front of an audience. So yeah. am I the world's best magician? Fuck no. But am I the most fun magician to watch on stage? Hell of no. course. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Thank you very I thought much. You were, I thought you were going to double down on it. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all at threes. Yeah. yeah. Do you know any any magicians at all? Like, is there anyone? Like, do you know Amazing no. Jonathan? I know. Uh, yeah. Do I don't you? know any personally, but yeah. yeah, I love Amazing Jonathan. Same. He's yeah. somebody we grew up with yeah. as well, and he was one of the first inspirations. Steve Martin. Steve Martin. Absolutely. Fuck, yeah. yeah. Those are guys. Those are guys that inspired us to be like, oh shit! I don't need to be corny as fuck. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like have animals and shit on yeah. stage to be funny, and and you can like reveal shit. No one gives a fuck. You yeah. know what I mean. Like we know that we don't have like superpowers, um, <laughs> so we're just gonna like show you if it leads, if it helps the comedy. You know. We well, we always say in magic, like like Chris could show you right now. This is how I did that last trick, or whatever, and you're like, whoa. And then use the exact same I technique fool you with it. and fool you with it again. And, <laughs> and, and you're like, oh, I'm learning magic. And then you watch how you're like, how? And you're like, exact. <laughs> so like magic, people are like, well, you should be, you should be exposing us. Like, I'm not, man. Yeah. I am, but not really. Like people are still like, no idea. Yeah. If you have to rely on like people keeping their mouth shut for your art form to work, it's not That's a sustainable funny. That's funny. Thing. Especially in comedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we would never have learned it if that was the case. Like yeah. someone told us, it's yeah. fine. Yeah, it's like uh, you gotta have experience to get your first job, but <laughs> without experience, then you can't get your first job. Yeah, 100%. that's true. That is very true. I think I think comedy. I think there's a lot of overlaps between comedy and magic in terms of like the nuances in understanding. You know what makes a good joke a good joke. And what makes a hack joke an okay joke. Yeah. And, and the comedians like yourself, like you've been doing it long enough to understand that line and how to how to navigate that line to make it extra, to make it where the average viewer would be like, I don't know what it is about this guy, but he's right. fucking hilarious. <laughs> but other comedians are like, I know exactly what it is. About this guy. <laughs> he's a genius. And that's, you know, the same thing within magic is like any, any old person go to the magic shop and buy a trick. And fool someone and fucking they're like, wow, you're crazy. You're the best magician I've ever seen. It's still in that early phase where not enough people have been yeah. exposed to it. And you'll see with uh, like even I know it's always been like a oh, female comedian, like all that they've been fighting that fight for a long time, trying to be like, I'm just a comedian. I'm not a woman. It's comedian so much worse than magic. And it's so much worse than magic. We are 30 years behind comedy. Mm. <laughs> it is bad. dude. It's like 99 to one more than that mm. for women to men ratio yeah and so it gets and it's like it's like oh dude, the great uh, yeah, dude it's That's true. so it's so much but behind. i think i think so, um, it's sorry I, I think a lot in like comedy and magic as well with women what it is is that we can exist in the shadows and whether it's like go to open mics or like put it on youtube or whatever and nobody gives a fuck because you're a dude among so other many people but a woman instantly when she posts anything or goes on stage, 
there's so much more attention drawn to her because it's rare because it's rare and she will get doubly as criticized as a guy would right out of the gate she doesn't have time and no one's ready for those kinds of eyes out of the gate yeah no one's ready to watch it's a lot harder plus they're not funny so well they're also less magical you know yeah that, that's that's the other thing. That's very true, bro. You're trying to make <laughs> they, it less, they are less because they can, they don't need they magic to wow us. Humans. <laughs> no, a girl could be like, and you're like, oh, you would react so much better than any but magic yeah. trick you've ever seen. Whereas guys were like, hey, yeah. I'll do the impossible just to make you <laughs> smile at me. You know, but that's an art form too. Is like showing your breasts because if you just do it, it's oh, it's yeah. sometimes not like that yeah. sexy. But yeah. if you like. Oh, like get to know her, and she like touches your arm in a weird oh, way, right. and then then it's more like special because like I can see tits online that are way better than most. Ah, oh. but they're not. Yeah, like yeah, there's something about being sexy in a way. You're like, whoa, you you're working the exact same equipment. You you have the same deck of cards. Yeah, but you're just better with it. And I'm like, whoa, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, yeah. that's an art form. And yeah. it's like there should be more than just like showing off your body, like. It's so enticing. Like, there's so much power behind like the female body yeah. that it's hard to be like, okay, I'm gonna do this and this other thing. Yep. It's like usually yeah. people are like, I'm, let me just like fucking get yeah. awesome. And you know, I think after, yeah. after this, maybe she just pull up the laptop and do some research on <laughs> what kind of breasts are like. Yeah, just for, research. just for research. Women are just more magical creatures in general. Yeah. And so I think that that is actually works against them mm-hmm. in magic and in comedy. Whereas, like, you're already impressive. I'm so impressed by you already. <laughs> yeah. You've got a leg up on me. Yeah. So you need to doubly impress me with your comedy. In, yeah. in terms of like to, to make it and if wow. it's hard they're gonna be like oh whatever I'm already magical that's right <laughs> that's right it is true though yeah. it is true so as much as like they've got a disadvantage they've also got an advantage in other areas in life that we don't true. right yeah. so it makes it harder for them in comedy but I think it's also like if they uh, you know like if they don't have like the fucking uh, social safety net then mm. they have to use their uh, looks for you know to get like basic human rights whereas like if you have that shit then it's like okay I don't need to like, you know, you know, like, uh, be a gold digger. I can actually like do something with my life. Yep. What is it? What? uh, Nothing wrong with being a gold digger though. (laughs) Yeah. It's a skill. (laughs) Yeah. Shout out to gold diggers. (laughs) I know, I know you're a single guy, right? Yeah. Uh, what does your mom do? What do your parents do? What the fuck is that? (laughs) Why is that? That was a wild segue. Premeditated with my singleness. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I was like, I don't know how to bring I know you like dogs. So what does your mom do? Yeah. Well, I was like, I was like, I'm I'm trying to get into where, where, where is your input on women come from? Oh, I grew up with two sisters. My mom is like a housewife that turned into like doing high school, uh, math and like tutoring kids. Um, and then my dad is like a mathematician who did research for Microsoft and now is in the Korean government. Wow. Mm. Math. That's insane. That's, yeah. He's like a spy. He's like the top Asian math person, which is really, it's like being a basketball player in the African American community. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty standard. (laughs) That's amazing. That's insane. Wasn't expecting that. Stereotype. When was the last time you were in Korea? Like four years ago. Okay, you got family over there. Yeah, yeah. North, eh? <laughs> the Never good one. North. Never. How, how do you feel about North Korea? 
I think it's sad. I mean, they got the shit bombed out of them uh, during the Korean War. They had to rebuild, and then they Mm -hmm. were doing good, and then Soviet Union fell. They had a famine, and now, like, nobody likes them. They're like the pariah. Uh, Here in Bombero, we love them. We We think North Korea is the shit because we don't think about it. We don't know anything anything about it. It's fucking awesome. It's like we don't have that nowadays. I would start a GoFundMe for North Korea if I knew who to send it to. (laughs) Kim Kim Jong-un is this mythical creature that exists, right? We don't have that now. Like, there are legends around this guy. You've heard of this, yeah. right? Where, like, he doesn't have an asshole. Or, like, <laughs> like, he talks to dolphins. Yeah, it's like propaganda. Yeah, but I no, think... I believe all that. I think it's awesome. because It's I'm like, like American... Or, like, Western people being yeah. like... These people are ridiculous. And they just make shit up. And yeah. Like, but who starts it, right? Is his he, best like, friend guy just shot it down the road? Like, what, what, how does it... How does it begin? Does he, like, hey, tell them, you know, this week, I you know, <laughs> don't shit or something? I, I think it's just people, like, Western people trying to make it look more ridiculous than it is. Yeah? Yeah, I'm sure that they do have, like, a cult of personality around him. But, yeah, I mean, the whole golf hole-in-one. Yeah, 18 holes, 18 holes. It's, like, not real. It could be real. They don't say that in Korea. It's only something that they say outside of Korea. So the rumors aren't spread within Yeah, we're doing it. And, by the way, he says Korea. So does North Korea. North Korea also <laughs> refers to themselves as Korea. Yeah. They're both like, I'm Korea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hello? Yeah. Hello. That's right. As if he's been on hold with Air Canada yep. this whole time. The blatant yeah. disrespect. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Hopefully we don't get uh, DMCA copyright. Yeah, I know. That it's just that little music the whole time. I don't know. When I first started uh, listening to like Kill Tony or whatever, um, a long time ago, I was taking it or leave it years ago. I was like, man, I don't know if I like this. Yeah. Like my, my podcasting more conversations. And Chris is like, what do you mean? He's like, I've seen them all. And so about a year ago, he like got me back into it and I'm fucking addicted, man. <laughs> so were you, you a fan before? Yeah. Okay. I you used to like watch a- it all the time. And then the, I came here for it and then I just signed up every week and. That's that why you came twice. here. Oh, that's so yeah. cool, man. I'm so glad that worked out on that kind of shit. And the funny thing is, like, uh, the times I got picked out of the bucket, I was first so twice. And now I go up first as a regular. So that's been my spot every time I got up there. That's fucking amazing. First. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> How long have you been a stand before you went up there the first time? Eight years. Okay. Yeah, because, like, you're... Oh, okay. wait, I just yeah, I've only that. watched you the last year or so here. Six months or whatever I've been Thank watching you. So much. And that's obvious that you know what the fuck you're doing. So it <laughs> makes sense that eight years. Like, I'm glad you yeah. said that. If, you, if you'd said, like, oh, yeah, I just months, started, I'd be like, yeah. oh, bro. I would hate that. That's great. That's <laughs> yeah. so good. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, I uh, wish I was, like, you know, newer and, like, the talent, like, the wonder kid. Mm-hmm. kid you kind of are. Thing. Yeah, but you know, I look yeah. like it. I guess I just well, look you? 32. Yeah, you're young. But he's been doing it since he's 24, you're saying. But that's yeah. fine. That's what it takes. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. I think that's the directory. Yeah, well. that's what it takes. I started magic, like, we started magic pretty late in life. Like, I was 21. Yeah, I was 19. Did a little bit in high school and everything, but I used to work as a bartender. Mm-hmm. And, like, practicing magic, first of all, got you laid a lot. Uh, second of all, it was easy to practice in a bar because low lighting, loud music, drunk patrons, mm. perfect time to fuck up. And you had sex a lot when you were doing magic? While I was doing magic, yeah, back in the it day. It helped you? Oh, yeah. Why didn't it help me? Because <laughs> you got married. Way before. Me, that helped me. 
But yeah, no, it was a great. It was a, I had to. I had to go through that. Like we had to go through that to get to where we are today. Like I only started popping off like on YouTube and everything else when I was like. 31, 32. Yeah. So it took me a decade to, to hit that point. So I think it's totally normal, but 32 is a prime age to fucking, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's what but, we do nowadays. But if you don't, if you don't, if you don't make a million dollars this year, uh, then you're a failure. According to <laughs> 32 is the year. Yeah. Just so you know. I didn't die at 27. So <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's good. 27 club. You're good. Yeah. Same here. Any, any goals you have? Uh, I want to start headlining, doing weekends, and yes. just getting to that proficient level in stand-up comedy because it's like all the uh, fame or attention is like secondary to the actual skill of it. So yeah. uh, I just like to work on like actually being able to do an hour repeatedly over and over and hone it. And so you're you're obviously a goddamn legend at writing short, bop bop, one minute, like or, like even in a minute you do probably four jokes a lot of times, five, whatever. Do you ever do longer bits? You have, you have uh, any, like storytelling? Like, not even, not, not really. even stories. Just I just piece balls. together my one-liners back to back, so it seems like one. Long it just joke. Stra- yeah, strategically placed them yeah. so it kind of makes it flows. That's right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. interesting. I, I cannot wait to see you do more than one minute. So yeah. I guess tonight I get to see it. I'm really yeah. excited. <laughs> Very yeah, excited. it should be good. Don't fuck it up. I really yeah. want, I'm excited. I like it. It's good because it's like my thing is being awkward. So even if I'm nervous, <laughs> then it, it can only help. I actually was amazed, and people here that are fans of yours on Kill Tony are probably amazed as well, that you're very normal. How normal he is <laughs> off stage? Yeah. This is very true. Is your like, character on stage is perfect, and off stage, you're just a fucking normal beauty. So it's like very interesting. Yeah. I love it, man. It's fucking cool. Thanks. I didn't expect it, though. I don't know how I come off on stage. Definitely, but. definitely more autistic. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. Like you, maybe 200%. Like literally on stage, you feel like this guy's hilarious. He's a genius. Yeah. He's fucking yeah. a great writer. Um, this guy must be shit to hang out with. Like that's how good, that's yeah. how good you are oh, no. on stage. Yeah. It's like, that's oh, I don't get like, yeah. I love this guy. <laughs> Never be friends. But it's like, I love him. It's you know? like, we should try and see if Hans is a podcast. I'm like, we have to repeat a lot of questions. <laughs> talk a lot slower. No, <laughs> no, dude. Like yeah, you're, you're fucking dude, for sure. Fucking yeah. great. Yeah, I mean, with comedy, you're hanging out at bars, waiting to go up for Being three social. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that's part of it. Is like just hanging out with comedians. And dude, how good is this fucking job? It's amazing. Most people, like, yeah, they don't, they don't do that. Like, we go to where people are having fun to work. So yeah, it's like a mix of work and fun. You find it, it's been easier for you to navigate that social sort of scene, uh, since you've been recognized more in the Austin scene or have you always sort of been okay socially in, in groups um, and crowds making people laugh and holding court type thing? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, uh, I, I do like my little part in social situations, like whatever I think is funny, like a quip here and there. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know if I'm like the life of the party or whatever. Well, you, but. you definitely more are now, right? Since like your appearances and everything else, you've been getting grown in popularity. People expect you to be funny more and want to <laughs> want to hear your jokes more, right? Yeah, yeah. It's easier to be funny now. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, really? they're ready for it. They're like more eager to laugh. They're like, oh, this is a funny guy. We laugh at oh, this guy. That's cool. Yeah, because that could fly over your head a lot of times. Yeah. You don't expect someone to be funny. You might miss the joke. Right? That's true. Yeah. That's true. Oh, yeah. Like, what are you really doing here? But they know I'm just trying to be funny, so yeah. it's like so less good. suspicion. Yeah. She's like, "Why'd you come so early?" It's like, "I thought it'd be funny." <laughs> 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 mm, 
No, yeah, I feel I feel there's a lot of that in uh, in magic as well. Like, oh, we're... a picture of your mom's vagina up there. I don't know if you saw that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, there's there's a lot of that in magic as well. Where, um, like, I've always found comedy like I've respected comedy so much more than magic uh, my whole life because you don't have a prop to have a crutch on. You don't have a prop to rely on or a guaranteed effect or, or trick that you know 100% after all the practice you've done will go well. As a comedian, you're often trying a lot of stuff out. You're being more risky. Magic, personally, the magic that I love is a lot of the magic that is spontaneous. There's like a disclaimer that popped up here that says does not include carrot top, uh, yeah, sure. Sure, but I, 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 I'm very like <laughs> the magic that I prefer is a lot of the spontaneous yeah. stuff that okay. is on the spot, which is a lot riskier and might go wrong. And which, in which case, it's funny because I lean on the comedy then to fucking blow it over. But comedians, I think, are put in a position where um, there's you have nothing to fall back on if a joke bombs. Yeah. If I bomb a joke. I can pull out a deck of cards and fucking make you forget all about it real quick. Do you know what I mean? Remember, yeah. comedians don't have that. So I've respected. Like, he's not a comedian. Yeah. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I remember Patton Oswalt, uh, he put on one of his specials years ago, but he's like, uh, in the 90s, that was the time to be a comedy magician. Not a funny comedian? Learn a magic trick. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, like uh, oh, bad magician? Learn a dick joke. You can make a hundred grand a year. Yeah, <laughs> like he was very endlessly. Like, yeah, it's true. You could in in a moment now because it's more populated with social media. It, it's tough, man. More, you you have to be a little bit more nuanced. But I am very much inside of Chris. Is like I don't mind telling jokes in my shows. I'll go on long long stand up runs because if they at any point if I lose them. I just turn my bag of tricks and go, ha ha, magic. <laughs> and they go, oh, this is fine again. It's a great crutch. It's a great yeah. crutch. But it's also what makes these guys so great. Uh, yeah, this it's inspiring. It's well, amazing. I like it because like, you find ways to incorporate comedy into the magic. So it's like a more, you you, you find like an avenue, like people can be like, oh, like this is like how you make life comedic. But if you're just always in the comedy mode, it's just, you get there and then you stay in comedy mode. So it's cool to see your transition into the comedy, uh, and how and people can be like, "Oh, this is how you transition into comedy for the real life." Oh, I like that. So I think that that's a cool part of it, and I think like you guys don't aren't like egotistical about the comedy. Right. It's like it's not as serious, yeah. And that's some of the best part of comedy is when it's not so serious. Yeah. But some comedians are like, "This has to work. I'm an artist," and yeah. uh, <laughs> right. you guys didn't laugh. Very true. Yeah, what's wrong with you? Yeah, yeah some of these bits are like, what's wrong with you? You didn't laugh. This joke's perfect. I've tried this so many times, it never it never works, but I know it's funny. I'm like, hey man, you, ever, you just said the whole answer there. Like, <laughs> do you ever get annoyed with people uh, trying to be funnier around you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's annoying. Yeah, it's uh, it's like not authentic. And that's like, it's not the bad jokes. It's like, you, this isn't even you. you You're right. wasting our time. Yes. That's yeah. it. Yeah, because even last night we were hanging out at the bar. You probably know, you were fucking three sheets to the wind. Uh, but yeah, I saw there's four so sheets to the wind. There's this, there's this guy. <laughs> there's this guy who's I mean, just fucking you know shit face. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but there's this there's this guy who showed up with a fedora. Is that a Canadian expression? Sorry, I have to three sheets to the wind. Yeah, it's out from out east. Yeah, must be. Yeah. But it's this old sailor talk. Oh no, I I know it very well. But there's this guy that had a fedora and he brought his girl to the show and he was like a mega fan. You like he was like. He couldn't believe like that, like he was seeing all this, and you could just tell, right? 
And he was kind of fanboying. Is that uh, the guy that blew you in the alley? That was the guy that blew me in the alley. <laughs> great. Uh, he, but he shows up at one point with his girl and starts talking to us. And then Hans immediately turns to the girl and he's like, hey, what's up? I'm Hans Kim. <laughs> and he goes to me and he's like, he's already introduced himself earlier. And I'm like, he knows. <laughs> right? And the guy keeps talking to me and like, I swear, this guy's like, He's just like going on. He's like, yeah, man, I fucking love comedy. He's trying to be funny oh, and all this shit. God. And I just see this girl kissing Hans's neck like over here. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh, yeah. so good. And it's, uh, it's, it's definitely, there's definitely, there's a lot of, there's a big fanboy culture in comedy as well. Just like magic as well. When we go to conventions, yeah. we get that a lot as well. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. There's like uh, the comedy and then like the successful people and other things. And it's like, uh, yeah, I mean, they're, they're both like. Yeah, it's like a different breed and like the, the Golden Retrievers and the Dobermans. That's and, right. Yeah. Oh, wow. You even said that last night. You said to it's me, really you're like, you like Kill Tony, so you are already aware of like kind of what person I am mm-hmm. and that I can appreciate the nuance and things, right? Which was really interesting because I feel like if you're a fan of that show, like I'm, you instantly form like this type of bond with that person because you're like, oh, you get it. Yeah. You know, oh, you get it. Like, no matter what you do, you can be an artist, whatever, oh, you get it. Like, you can appreciate this nuance, this sort of, you know, uh, small slice of comedy and understand why it's great, why it's fucking awesome and successful. Yeah. Uh, but it takes, because uh, yeah. that's, that's the other thing, like, it, the same thing with magic. Like, a lot of people don't appreciate, they, they like the Copperfields, the David Blaines and whatever, uh, but when you see them go to a certain show or become a fan of a certain, you know, comedy magician or whatever, like, oh, you understand the nuance. You understand why this is great. And I respect you for that. I think it's great. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, man. On, you're 32, so you know who David Copperfield is. Yeah. We were in an Uber the other day. Me and Chris are in Uber. And uh, Uber driver, she's talking about Vegas or whatever. And she asked Chris, we asked us, like, oh, you ever go, whatever. We're like, oh yeah, and Chris goes, Chris goes, yeah, yeah we're, we're friends with David Copperfield, so we like get this back. And Chris like, we get this stuff, he, he, we get him about the show, private jet, private jet, yeah. a little tour back with his private stash of magic <laughs> shit, whatever. And she's like, who's, who's David Copperfield? She had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> it was the, it was never the response you expected. Yeah, yeah. And Chris like, oh, he's like one of the most famous names. Names of all like Tiger Woods, like I don't know what's a, what's a more popular name. It's so weird, man. I love it. Yeah, there's only like, like a Charles Dickens novel. David. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's where he got named from. Yeah, yeah. That's, not, that's not his actual name. Who says? I didn't know that. His actual last name is Kotkin. I think Kotkin. Kotkin. Okay, yeah, Kotkin. I didn't know that. yeah, don't, yeah. His, what's funny is that like David's uh, son, uh, Dylan. Um, who's like young kid? He's probably like fifteen now. He's a big fan of mine. Like, I'm friends with uh, David's producer. He's been his producer for thirty years. Chris Kenner. He's a fucking beauty. We've had him on his podcast, and he hit me up one night. And he's like, "Dylan is your biggest fan. Like, he can't believe I'm friends with you." And I'm like, "Does he have any idea who his dad is?" But to Dylan, his dad's like this cheesy old magician. Like, you know what I mean? yeah, it blows, yeah, blows my mind. Like, what the fuck? His dad just sits in his room and makes money up here. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> Just private. Oh, my dad is the guy that took nothing and made it to a billion dollars. So that guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> boring. <laughs> he's got he's got eleven islands. David Copperfield, private Bro, islands. How many islands do you own? 
Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. just got renting a home. Just the one, eh? Yeah. Just the one. Are you, are you a house guy or an apartment guy now? I'm a, in a house. I'm oh renting a house. You're almost in an island. I'm still in an apartment. You're getting <laughs> guess, closer than me. I mean, then you're not, you don't have to fix anything yourself. That's the move. That's, That's actually nice. very Feels true. Feels good. Feels very good. So like Airbnbs. I've been shitting in the corner of this room since earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing I don't have to pick it up. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. yeah. It's furnished. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. I, would I actually came with a bunch of uh, seltzers. Yeah, seltzers. they had seltzers. It's like eight, eight <laughs> drinks in the fridge we got here I, yeah. on accident. I went to um, I went to an Airbnb in um, Blackpool, England, which is like one of the biggest magic conventions in the world. It's a shithole town. Um, but they had this one spot. Which if you're like, from there, kill yourself. Yeah. Was, <laughs> don't live there. But it was like four stories. Had a hot tub in the living room. It was like fucking <laughs> wild. And it felt like, like some weird... Like you found an LSD in the street and just took it and fucking ended up here. It's a weird vibe. But we were there and uh, we, it said on the Airbnb booking, it fucking said parties allowed. Listen, I have ordered, like, you know, I yeah. have biggest mansions, biggest houses. Like I fucking rent them on Airbnb for me and my buddies all yeah. the time. Never once. <laughs> Usually it's like curfew 10, no noise. Yeah, Never curfew. once has it said parties allowed. So I'm like, the fuck green light. Let's go. Invited a whole bunch of buddies over. We were there having a good time. And the hot tub's sitting on floating floor in the living room. No carpet, nothing, right? So we're getting in and out of the hot tub. The floor's, like, raising up. The counter's busted. Like, we were throwing hamburgers in the ceiling. <laughs> I get this massive, I get this massive letter back. People are starving in Africa. You're sticking yeah. burgers. Because we ordered, like, 50 McDonald's burgers. And our buddy did the same thing, not knowing we did it already. So we just had this extra food. But we, I got this uh, Airbnb letter saying, like, uh... We are appalled. Uh, here's a list of things that, and like, there's a fucking burger on the ceiling. There's a, this and that, and like, send me all these pictures and like expect me to pay. And I was so pissed because I was like, you said parties allowed. What does yeah. that even mean? So I had to pay this huge fine. Yeah, so I've heard this story a couple times now, and the more I hear, the more I go, I'm with them. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm glad to pay because I think I was part of the move. I mean, worth how much it. does it cost to get a burger off the stand? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It costs one hungry homeless dude. And that's why immediately. <laughs> I just want to see a homeless guy. You're like, okay, here's the burger. Yeah. Oh, All you gotta do. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hey, can you get a burger? I'm like, actually, come with me. Yeah. You get, you get here's a room. Some yeah. hobo ingenuity. <laughs> yeah, they're fucking, they're ingenious though. Oh, buddy, yeah, they can get spry when they need Yeah. To. Alright, let's fucking call it there. That's a Bob. That's a Bob right there, boys. Hans Kim, check him out. You got a YouTube channel? Yeah. Check him out on YouTube. He's got a podcast. Check him out on Instagram. We'll leave all his links below. You're an absolute fucking beauty, Thank buddy. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being well, on. We end every uh, episode with just the person just saying their social security number. So just, <laughs> bring that up. right there. <laughs> Alright, tell, free friend, free, uh, yeah, tell three friends about Bob, and we'll see you on the next one. Take care. Later. Bye. Bottom of the barrel, hey. bottom of the barrel, hey. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.